Welcome to Growing Through Grief. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. Growing Through Grief is a weekly sprinkle of education and inspiration to help you take action that leads to personal freedom and greatness. I share powerful conversations with grief experts, spiritual advisors, and other courageous souls in this transformational podcast. I believe with the right support and the power of community, you can eliminate unnecessary prolonged grief. I'm here to teach you how to normalize, recognize, and use grief as a growth tool. I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hello there, and welcome back to the Growing Through Grief podcast. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. I get so, so excited every single time I grab the microphone knowing I'm going to be speaking to you. You and all of my listeners, I am so happy that you're here. So welcome, welcome, and welcome. It is my intention to share some great insight today to help you navigate through life with less stress, with less effort, less pain, struggles, and challenges. Now, who doesn't want that kind of life, right? I've been talking to so many of you lately. I'm a little amazed or surprised at some of the conversation I've been having lately. Now, I'm not surprised by the conversation itself, but I'm surprised by some of the people who've reached out. Because in the past, many of these individuals, many of you, or always would respond, I'm good, I'm fine, even when your heart was breaking into little pieces. But the more conversations I've been having, the more this word keeps coming up for me. It's kind of a strange word. It just came out of nowhere. It was a download that's been with me for several days now. And it's a word that feels stronger than bondage and stuck or trapped. And I'm thinking maybe it feels stronger because we use the word bondage and stuck and trap so often now that it's kind of like the norm, so much so that those words have lost their energy, their punch. It used to be when we heard those words, it was just punches in the gut, right? But this word is caged. Yes, caged. Many of the conversations I've been having reminded me of a caged animal that has been given permission to go free, but it stays in the cage. I'm thinking that maybe the animal have not even noticed the door has been left open. So many of you know that you're free to think and feel differently, right? But you're choosing to think and feel the same unpleasant and painful emotions over and over again. I see so many individuals caged up and fighting against who they are. They're fighting and resisting the truth of where they've been 
and where they are today. So the suffering continues and continues and continues. The same thoughts and emotions are being recycled over and over and over again. And this has been going on for years, even decades for some. I'm reminded of a child throwing a temper tantrum, screaming and moving around in the middle of the floor. The child is just screaming and asking and demanding, I want my toy and I want it now. And when the child doesn't get the toy, they go deeper into the emotions and the screaming gets louder and louder. Guess what they're doing? They're fighting against the moment. They're fighting against their life. They're even fighting against the the possibility of them getting the toy. In most cases, they become exhausted and they either stop crying or oftentimes, if it's a child, they fall asleep or an adult might fall asleep, really from exhaustion. So how does that show up in your life? Are you fighting against your life? Doing things that will not get you what you want? Things such as pushing down the pain. What about blaming others for your challenges? What you're really doing when you blame others is you're taking the focus off of yourself and you're missing a divine opportunity for healing. So are you fighting against yourself? Are you fighting against humanity? Where are you caged up? What do you need to uncage? Is it your voice? Is it your broken heart? Or do you need to uncage your life? Where do you need to embrace your humanity? You know, your happy self and your sad self. You know that's a part of who you are, right? Yet most individuals continue to fight and resist the sadness, the sad self. Now think about that for a moment. You know you were created with the ability to experience many, many emotions. So some feel great, exciting, loving, exhilarating, and adventurous, while other emotions feel sad, dark, and maybe scary. You're both happy and sadness, and they both come at different times. But here's the trick. They can't occupy the same space at the same time. So why not choose the one you prefer and let the other one go? Choice is a beautiful thing, right? So go ahead and choose. From one moment to the next, just choose the emotion that you prefer. It's called polarity. Enjoy the polarity of it all. That's what makes you so, so exciting. Now, if you haven't figured it out, we're talking about embracing your humanity. We're talking about embracing emotionality. What does that mean? Anyways, to me, it means just be who you are. Just embrace what comes up. Accept that you, like everyone else, has the ability to experience and emotionalize total opposite. Happiness, sadness. The happy and the sad, the light and the shadow self, the light and the darkness, and just count it all as good. But why is it that we as humans 
tend to not want to feel our emotions. I mean, all of your emotions. We only want to feel emotions that are happy, fun, exciting, exhilarating. We want those, right? But what about the ones that are not so happy? You know, the ones I just spoke about, the ones that may be a little dark, but just like you know how important your whole system is, such as your nervous system, your respiratory system, your organs, your muscles, your bones, and so much more. You know how important those things are to your life. Well, so are your emotions. We have to feel all of them. Recently, a young lady shared with me a variety of emotions that are always, that are constantly flowing through her body. Oftentimes, these emotions come up over and over and over, and sometimes within minutes and seconds of each other. In other words, they are uncontrollable emotions, and sometimes they are unexpected emotions. So I asked her to share with me what she thought about her life and this situation. She responded, I always ask myself, why? Why me? Why do I continue to feel afraid and sad and lonely? And her list was really, really long. I asked her to share a recent event that happened and caused her to feel out of control. And this is what she shared. She said, I heard something about COVID on TV. And the thought was, I have those same symptoms. I must have COVID. Now she paused and she repeated the statement. I simply pointed out to her what happened after she heard the story on TV. You know, the TV, the one outlet that is great in many ways, but can be harmful in other ways. The news is designed to get our attention, to capture us, right? To captivate us and draw us in, to create various emotions, excitement, fear, and yes, even guilt to give and donate to causes that we care about. I digress a little bit. Let me get back to her thought. So she immediately thought, I have those same symptoms. I must have COVID. She started telling herself something not necessarily true based on another person's story. And that thought just sent her spiraling into some uncontrollable emotions such as fear, anxiety, worry, hmm, and maybe a little hopelessness. I share this story to make a very important point. Remember, she consistently asked herself, why me? Why am I always sad? Why does she always be the person to be in the midst of a lot of crippling emotions? To me, her why is simple. It's the thoughts that she's buying into. It was clear to me that she was easily influenced and she constantly bought into other people's story and other people's belief. And what I know for sure is that no matter how the stimulation or the trigger comes into your consciousness, into your mind, it is there that you are shifted into certain emotions. The emotions will always follow the thought. I don't recall the time frame, but I learned years ago that if you maintain a thought for more than a few seconds, 
It will move you into a specific feeling. You'll start to have these sensations in your bodies and then emotions. If you don't believe it, try it right now. Think about something that's beautiful in your life that makes you feel good. What about your little granddaughter, your little giggling granddaughter? And every time you hear that giggle, you just feel so excited. You're so connected to the baby and you're connected to life. And that makes you happy, right? What about your last vacation, that beautiful spot that you saw that sent a a sense of peace and calmness throughout your body? Every part of your cell just felt it. Now hold the thought for a moment, whether it's the giggling baby or the vacation. Hold that thought for a moment. No matter what you were feeling the moment before, you're now feeling more peaceful, happy. You know what? The same is true if you think about something that frightens you. The mind and the emotions are always dancing together. They're either dancing together in harmony with what you desire, or they're dancing together in chaos and upset. And most individuals are not even aware why their emotions showed up, where they came from. They don't realize it is the thoughts that created or moved them into that emotion. Emotions are preceded by thought. Emotions follow the thoughts. The cells in your body is listening to your thoughts. All of the magic is always happening between your mind and your emotions. The mind is controlling all of it. The mind followed by the emotion determines your next action, your next reaction, your next response to a situation, to any situation for that matter. So you know her next question, right? She asks, how do I manage? How do I control my mind? And the short answer I gave her is, I believe you create positive, more loving thoughts through a strong connection with your spiritual, with your divine mind. You know that which is only loving, is only peaceful, calm, and it's beautiful. You want to create your life from a mind that is connected to that which is higher and greater than yourself, higher and greater than your humanness, higher and greater than your ego. That connection comes through a commitment to silence, meditation, stillness, prayer, music, journaling. There's a whole list of ways that you can get in that connection. What about nature? That connection comes through a deeper awareness to God, to yourself, and to others. It's so important to build a solid foundation from which the mind is creating from. A spiritually sound and grounded mind is key to living life with less effort and less struggles. And remember this always. Always realize there is a thought first before an emotion or a feeling. Yep. Before you experience shame and guilt and grief, worry, doubt, sadness, there's a thought first. So choose to consistently ask yourself, where's my mind? Where's my consciousness? What am I thinking? 
What am I telling myself about that thing, about that person, about that loss? Pay attention to those thoughts. And when you reach the point of feeling unpleasant emotions, no worries, because you will. That's who you are as a human being. Just dance with the emotions. If it's not what you desire, then shift. Don't stay in the mental chaos longer than you desire. Just be with it. Encourage those feelings. Encourage those emotions and allow them to move through. Yes, allow it to move through. You want to always maintain some balance between the mind and the emotions and your physical reaction to things, people, and places. It's your personality. It's who you are. So dance with that balance. Listen to what's happening. Stay in step with the dance and begin to flow to a place that you desire. And oh yeah, listen to what the lessons are. Know that this is a learning place and that in this lifetime, it's a wonderful opportunity to expand your mind and step into who you really are. See and experience life of what it is. It's a school and all you have to do is take the curriculum. Just try being human. These are all human reaction to whatever showed up in your life, the heartbreak, the loss. And know that you don't have to make a perfect score. Just be human. We tend to think everything and everybody is perfect except us. Not true. No one is perfect. No one. So just decide to start living life without effort. Just be present with life. And know that as long as you push the emotions away, you will never be free. You can never be free. Know that this game of life is not about buying into other people's belief system. It's about your own belief system. And if your own belief system is outdated, it no longer serves you. Get some new beliefs. Get a new belief system. Let go of that old BS. The game here is about being free. And that freedom includes the highs and the lows. Embrace your humanity. It's who you are. Look at life as a school, as a curriculum you're going through. And give yourself permission to go through all of the tests without getting a perfect score, without more caging of yourself. Because you have never reached the goal of perfection, never, ever. So don't get stuck in any of those places. Just sit back and witness what's happening in your life and know that it's a part of your ego. The ego is not bad. It's a place to grow as well. It's just one part of you looking at the other part of you. If you sit down and be quiet with yourself, you will realize behind all of that stuff, it's just a human heart seeking love. So just be open to your personality. Be open to your heart. Take a closer look at what you're creating from. Are you creating from your rational mind? You know, that mind that's without the spiritual, the intuitive foundation. I know you don't want to hear this, but most of the problems that you are experiencing, you're creating it with your rational, egotistical mind. 
It is so critical that you learn how to connect to your intuitive mind. Start experiencing some intuitive training to connect to that deeper part of your being, that part of you that just knows. And the way you get to that intuition is through your human heart. And the way you get to the love in your heart, that real love, is to deal with those emotions. Your emotions are part of your humanity. Cease pushing them away. Start embracing all of who you are. Accept your humanity fully. Now, I know some of you may be thinking, my heart is too broken to go there. I don't trust I will survive all the pain that's lurking in my heart. Diana, you have no clue. Hmm, the human heart. I know many things might be coming up for you, but just remember, everywhere you look, you see what you're looking for. Begin to look for things that bring you joy and peace. We tell ourselves that we can't do a certain thing. We can't live in a certain place. You can't live with a certain person. You can't live in this world that's filled with anger and corruption. Remember, everywhere you look, you see what you're looking for. When you're looking for corruption and anger and upset, that's what you see. But when you're looking for something greater and better, you see God, all you see is God. It's important to connect to the world, not disconnect from the world or disconnect from others. We were created to be together, right? We need each other. So how do you see God in all that's happening? Remember, everywhere you look, you see what you're looking for. So what do you see in yourself? What do you see in others? Do you see the worst in others? Do you see purity in others? Do you see the loving essence in others? Can you see beyond what other people are showing you? Here's the key. Here's the truth. When you see the best in you, when you see purity in yourself, when you can see the loving essence of your being, it is then that you will be able to see all of that and more and others. Start right there inside of you. It is then that everybody you meet, when they look in your eyes, they will see a mirror of peace and joy and goodness. Because that's the mirror from which you are looking and reflecting out into the world. You will know what you see right from your human heart. The whole process of healing stars, the great transformation is underway. It only takes one heart to start this whole chain. Love has to spring from within. True love is irresistible. And it goes on gathering power and it's spreading itself. And eventually it transforms everyone and everything that it touches. Now that's true love. That's the individual human heart. But it has to start from within, not from without. Be patient with who you are. You started as an infant. Keep transforming into something more and more and more greater and peaceful and joyful for yourself. 
That's what life is all about. And oh yeah, embrace those areas of imperfection. Understand them, love them, and educate yourself to a reality that moves you into a place of greater love and to true love. You're always transitioning. You're always in a transitional period. And you will always find things in yourself that are not perfect. Don't blame yourself. Celebrate yourself. Remember, you are an emotional being. And if you should get stuck in an emotion, and you will, and you don't know what to do, simply let it go on the next exhale. Wow, we are done. We're done. But don't miss the next episode where I will be talking more about how to embrace your humanness, how to love and celebrate the whole of you, all of you. And know that behind this podcast, I've created some powerful courses, webinars, and private Facebook groups with a community of courageous women who are growing together through their pain, their heartbreak, their grief, just like you. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Coaching to the Heart. Yes, it's all about the heart for me. It's all about the heart. Until the next time, keep on growing. There are no failures, remember. You're just thrown into a growth period. So grow and flow with that. Thank you, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.